start the show. Come on, Doug. Give it to me hard. Let's go live video. Come on. Give it to me in 10. Nine. Come on, eight. Come on, seven. Come on, six. Come on, five. Come on, four, three, two, one, say four, three, two, one, say four, three, two, one, say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh! Go! Holy shit. Enough. That is 
I just wanted to show that I am wearing <laughs> suit pants too. I'm not just wearing. Sit back and relax. Enjoy yourselves a cup of Three Stooges coffee and enjoy the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to begin. Sorry for the late start, everybody. We are. Uh, I gotta catch my breath. Oh my god! Uh, coming in, coming in uh, hot, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. Me, 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 coming in hot. Um, uh, I gotta catch my breath. Yeah. Du- I'm uh, super Doug. anxious right now. That was just like a lot to handle. <laughs> Doug, I got. Uh, let me ask you a question. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tim. I'm loving this uh, core. Loving the what? The quar. The quar. <laughs> the quarring. You know that band Guar? They should do quar. Uh, Why don't they do jump on yeah. that? I don't they know. They already got the mask on, too. Yeah, they're ready to go. Yeah. Um, what about you, Vic? How are you holding up? Ah, not so great to be honest. Not as good. I, I am good. stressing out about it all. Yeah. A lot going on. Well, you and of, me have it a little harder than than Doug, who's living on Easy Street, right, he's single just, man, he's just chilling out. He's got no dependents. Right. <laughs> well, I got rid of my kids. I had, yeah, that's why. Yeah. When they're about three, I had to. I it's, said, "No, nah, enough's enough." Right, ship them off. Uh, let us begin our beautiful show. It is office hours. It is Thursday. The date today is April 9th. And we are in our Sunday best. We are always trying to innovate and come up with interesting ways of doing the show. <laughs> And I said, what if we just, Easter is coming, obviously, um, we're excited, Easter's uh, around the corner on Sunday, and I I thought you were going to play that clip of Trump saying oh, yeah. how much he loves Easter, but um, Easter is here, we're in our Easter Sunday best, Sunday best, everybody. We ask you to dress up as well. Phil is dressed up. I can see him in the Zoom. Uh, Uncle Phil Easter is here. Easter is a very special day for many reasons. Um, we are going to... Uh, should I... I should turn this... You better have some Jesus on tap then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll get into this scene. You better scene. have some Jesus on tap. Uh, a couple of orders of business before we get to your calls. We've got... Um, Jesus is a fire. The Patreon, let me look at the Patreon. I want to dwell on this too long because it is business. And this is a fun, fun show. But if we go to Patreon. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Login. And we just monitor the numbers here. Uh, we are, we just, we just capped $5,000 a month right now. We just, not capped, we just hit over. We just went over the line for $5,000 a month with 1,154 patrons. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, the patrons <laughs> exploded in the past few weeks. Shelby in the bathroom. Jesus, Condi. We've got 285 new patrons in the past. How does this work, Matt? The, it says, yay, 285 new patrons. What is that from when? I don't know. From this past 48 <coughs> hours? What is the time? I'm talking about Autumn, Michael, Lee, Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> Bozo's a new member. Thank you, Bozo, for joining. Uh, the exclusive uh, Patreon, of course, gives you access to the after hours, half hour of uh, more nonsense from me and the Holy Trinity here. I guess I would just say the Holy Trinity since I'm a member of the Holy Trinity. 
Also, brand new to the Patreon experience is the brand new hit podcast, uh, Please Please Let It Be. It's uh, something Breaking I'm doing, news. trying to do almost daily. I don't know if I'll do it today with Eric, because this is a lot to do this. But to uh, we are taking one Beatles album at a time. Doug is not invited. We don't want any negativity. This is a pure, pure passion project. I actually don't have that much a problem with that. But we have a we have three episodes in the can. They're about an hour each, give or take, and we go through the first I album. Like we that. start with the first album, and we go all the way through. Vic, I'm gonna have to get you on too because I know you appreciate sure, that. I like that. That is probably the worst album. The album I hate most. I like that shit. <laughs> Um, terrific. So that's, uh, if you want to follow the social media accounts for Office Hours, that's easy to do. Beef. All you got to do is go to Twitter, Office HRS Live. That's short for hours, Office Hours Live. Facebook is official Office Hours, and Instagram is official Office Hours. We have a T-shirt coming. We wished that uh, we did not know what to do color-wise. Matt, do you have an update on the poll? We had a poll on the Patreon that was looking for the... We had a we have a, a basic uh, concept for the T-shirt. We could not decide on a color, so we put it to the the uh, community, the, the Patreon community. Pretty cool. Huh? And do we have a reveal of the winner, or or where at least what the numbers are? The fans have spoken, and they all want black on their back. Yes. There we go. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay yes. with that. Um, in a lot of ways, I'll tell you why. Because I jo- enjoy black T-shirts. I j- but here's here's someone just asked on the chat. And I got to stop looking at this chat. But why are you breathing so heavy, Tim? Did you watch the first fucking five minutes of the show? I was up here doing yeah. Jane Fonda routines. I was doing a lot of work. I was doing so much work for you to make you laugh and make you smile. And I'm doing it through a fucking mask. I'm gonna pass. Anything like it. But the end result is we got to get back to work. So it was a little longer than I thought it'd be. <laughs> So not it. Here's here's why I look at the chat. I want to make sure everything's sounding good. We have a, a healthy stream, health. Everything seems to be good. So that's it. Goodbye. You're not going to get my attention anymore. I'm shutting the sh- the chat down from my eyes. Very healthy boy. You're not getting my you're not getting my attention anymore. Um, so the t-shirt contest. If you want to take, we don't know, Matt. What is the details on the t-shirt? Can you give us a give us a description of the t-shirt? We don't own it yet. It hasn't gone into production yet. We're still, like I said, we're still trying to determine the style and the shape and the color. It's a beautiful shirt designed by our very own DJ Doug Pound. Designed by DJ Doug Pound? And uh, it looks great. Going into production soon. Coming soon. And how do you get, how are we going to sell the shirt? It's going to be up on the Kings Road, kingsroad.com. We're setting up a new store on okay. Kings Road. The patrons are going to get some very special deals. We got some other items. Wow. Unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable. <laughs> I think that's unbelievable, man. All right. Well, let's. Um, is there any other business I want to discuss? Well, real do quick? we want to? Speaking uh, of Patreon, no. do we want to get to? Um, yes. Let's announce. We this was um, the big benchmark for patriarch patriarchs <laughs> like myself. Uh, <laughs> we were hovering around like 800, 900. I said, let's do uh, something special for our thousandth patron. Now, the backlash there was extreme. It was people saying, well, what about me? I signed up first. I was the first fucking guy to sign up. I don't get nothing. <laughs> and then the other problem was it started, people were holding back joining because they didn't, if you're at, if you're at, you know, 920, 
and you want to be eligible for the prize, and the prize is who gets to get the thousandth subscriber, <laughs> what motivation is it for you to sign up? Get real. Don't you want to hang back? Right? No. <laughs> so that was a mistake. And we have to figure out. We're, we're, we don't, we're, we're older men. We don't understand all these new internet things. And okay. we're trying Hi, our Dad. best. So, <laughs> so you know. Would you be my mama? I don't know what that's uh, supposed to be. but. So we're going to. Oh, is that that dude? That's that dude, that's yeah. Uh, but we did have. the chorus for that drop? We did have a thousandth. Patron, and his name is Sebastian, and I believe I can. Should I unmute him? I got him. Or he's unmuted. Okay, Sebastian, my friend. Oh, there we are. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Whoa, you're nice and hot. Probably too hot. Let me bring you down. Give me a, a mic check real quick. Yeah. Hey, one, two, three. All right, check, you sound check. beautiful. You look beautiful. You got your spaghetti poster back there. Now here's some more <laughs> controversial shit. This is <laughs> controversial shit. You yeah. you randomly became the thousandth member of the community, but Matt says <laughs> Matt sends because he's monitoring this. He sends me the note. He says, "Uh oh, this guy knows you. He worked on a lot of yeah. Tim and Eric shows, and this is true." <laughs> now, <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so <clears throat> so I want to address this. This is uh, potentially unethical. Um, I don't really have a good answer. Here's what I know about Sebastian. He is a camera assistant on on video projects, uh, film and TV commercials. Give us the greatest hits of what you've worked on where I've been on set. What are we? What because I I can't remember the exact shows, but t- tell me what we've collaborated on. Well, for sure, bedtime stories. The first uh, first season, you know. First season, the second season, but there's also that 1.5 season where we did the two half hour specials. Yes. There was also uh, Moonbase 8, which I know everyone's waiting to, yes. to see. You worked on Moonbase 8 the whole time or just mm-hmm. towards the end? I can't remember. Were you there the whole time? Mostly mostly indoors, the interior sets. Okay. I was only for those exterior sets, I like, I think two days. Okay. But so, those I heard can I ask a question? Quite brutal. Hold on. Doug's got a question. Your camera assistant? Absolutely. Yes. So what did the cameras like? Uh, cancel my uh, twelve o'clock. <laughs> That's what you do, or what? What do you do? I mean, it's not funny. Don't laugh at that, Sebastian. Okay, you know, you go and you tell me. I love it. I'm all about it. That's my kind of humor. <laughs> no, I don't like do, it, tell us what you do, because I think there are a lot of people that listen to the show, watch the show, that are has, aspiring. Everyone writes to me, go, how do I get in the business? What do I do? How do I do it? What do I need to know? So, what do you, as a, as a first, <laughs> as a, as an ex, as are you a first or a second assistant cameraman or what? What is your? You go back and you stop that. That's <laughs> useless. <laughs> so, I'm a, yeah, I'm a first AC. Um, mostly, what I do is uh, uh, pulling focus. So during the actual take, you know, just making sure whatever's in focus stays in focus. So if you have an actor walking, you know, mm-hmm. hundred feet to you know eight feet, you got to pull the whole way, keep it sharp closer to gets the less room you have for keeping it, you know, keeping it sharp, get yeah. you know, harder and harder. It also set up all the cameras for, for the operator, the DP, help change lenses, filters, things like that. What is your, um, what is it like to be on one of our sets? I know you're a fan because I, you're a fan because you, 
you would wear a different Tim and Eric or a Decker or an On Cinema shirt to work every day. And it's amazing. You were the greatest. Like, what is what is that experience? What is this? What is everyone wants to know? What's it like on set? What is it? What is the how? uh, What is it like? From a fan point of view, it is literally the best thing you can ever experience. Period. There is nothing better than working on your sets. They're unbelievably fun. Like I would not trade it for anything else in the world. I tell people constantly, if I could go back in time and work on the Monty Python in the 70s, wow. like that's the equivalent. That's like the closest thing I could ever experience. Have you ever seen me lose my sets. temper? Have you ever seen me lose my temper or lose my cool or be disrespectful to a crew or anything like that? Well, yes. Yes and no. As yeah, jokes, yes, but you, you know, <laughs> anyone that knows you knows that you're goof, you know, you love to goof around. So of right. course you're going to be goofing around with people on set. Well, we you always like give fun. you a heart. We always give you a hard time. I like having I fun. Having fun. <laughs> I like to laugh. Um, well, I salute you. I mean, obviously you're not working right now. Uh, uh, the the nope. <clears throat> entertainment industry is shut down for the moment. So how are you keeping busy? And are you feeling stressed? Are you feel? Are you worried? I mean, you, you're a young kid, so you don't have like a ton of, uh, you know, like Doug. You like Doug. You know, he's he doesn't have a lot of dependents. Doesn't have a lot. Of, <laughs> nothing to worry boy. about. Doing pretty good. We actually uh, adopted a rescue dog during this whole time period. Uh-huh. Nice. Some good use to it. We also um, have a lot so of we dog. Have a dog now. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right, um, these guys yeah. have a, a, ran, a word generator for if you say a word, they have a drop. Any Let word, you drop I was in a good situation coming into this. I had a bunch of work that I was already on. Unfortunately, <clears> the feature I was on with with Wheels, who you know, yeah. up in Montana, got shut down with two weeks left to to keep shooting. Now we have to wait till next winter to, to keep shooting that. Okay. Which is kind of unfortunate. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's too bad. Now, listen, I got to go cause we have our special guest on the oh, line yeah. and, um, but we have to give you a prize. We have to figure out what the prize is. We'll be in touch with that by the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be a free t-shirt. That's what I think. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Sebastian. Good Thanks, seeing you. And yeah, I hope you, you stay safe and I hope you um, get through this like everybody else, uh, you know, coming out of this, a better person. Because you have Absolutely. a lot of work you need to do on yourself, okay? Use this time to do some personal work. <laughs> Cut All right. Tight. I'll try. Um, I appreciate it, Tim. Bye-bye. Now, our special guest of the hour. Is he ready? This is a... Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the line now is a uh, uh, senator from Delaware, the current presumptive nominee for the Democratic Party, the former vice president under the Barack Obama administration, Vice President Joe Biden is with us. Let me tell you something, pal. <laughs> you listen to me right there, Jimmy. Okay, yes, sir. Somewhere he's out there and it's good. What's that, sir? It's good. Oh, I was... Hold on, they're turning me around. They said I was facing the wrong way. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Biden, it is an honor to have you on the show. You've uh, served our country for several years. How many years were you, have you been in government for? Do you have a, do you, do you know what that is? got to be over 40 years. or what, how, many, how many years? Let me tell you something. It goes like this, Clyde. <laughs> over four score. <laughs> And that was on offense only, not including the interceptions that came on defense. So that's at least four scores plus a couple interceptions. 
You know how it goes. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so this must this is a big day for you. You had Joe Biden. I mean, you had uh, Bernie Sanders officially suspend his campaign yesterday. Howdy doody. <laughs> Howdy doody. Sassafras. It's all about Joe Biden now. Bernie's out, baby. Okay, so Bernie's out of the race, pal. How do let you, me tell you let me, go ahead, let sir? Me, well, you're gonna tell you. <clears throat> one of us is gonna talk. But the other one is going to pull that gun faster. That's old John Wayne. <laughs> uh -huh. Let me tell you something, Bob. <laughs> Let me lay it down flat for you, pancake batter. Okay. We okay. got a two-man race. We got me and the, the other guy. And the other two-man race is done. It was a two-man race. That two-man race is done. And now it's a two-man race with a... I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> but that means I'm going to win. Yes. Um, win again. Let me ask you a question, uh, <laughs> Senator, Vice President uh, Biden. Do you, how do you attract the uh, yo the youth, the voters who are very much uh, aligned with the Sanders campaign? How do you uh, speak to those people who seem a bit disheartened? They don't, there's not a lot of energy for your campaign right now. What is, it, what is your message to them? My message is I hear you. I hear you. I know you're out there. I hear you. I know you got, you're making noise and I hear you. <laughs> what I say to those kids out there is I'm tired of hearing you. You're too loud out there. Some of us are trying to sleep. Even if it's daytime hours, we got a nap. Got a blanket over me when I'm doing these broadcasts here from this green screen office. Behind me is just several cots that I roll back and take naps on. Now, Mr. Mr. You got to be quiet. Even if it's in daytime hours, I want to have a snack break. Graham, crackers, and apple juice. <laughs> you hear me, Dan? <laughs> yeah. I get, I'm ready. Do I need to spell it out for any, any simpler there, Steve? <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you a problem with the kids these days. They expect the handout. The only thing they should expect is a bootstrap that reaches back down to them and slaps them over the face. Yes, That's sir. right. Every time somebody tried to pull himself up by his own bootstraps, I was right there on top of that horse, and I slapped him in his face with a riding crop, and I said, try harder. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we uh, had it way harder in the Great Depression. We had an unemployment rate that's almost what it was today. We had it far, far harder. And I'm going to ride that down into the dust. You hear me? We don't want the young people on this campaign. We want a fine, mature, working age campaign that doesn't file any sexual harassment lawsuits. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> now, you just said you that we, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to quibble with you, but you just said, um, that you we you had it harder during the Great Depression, but now you're saying that the the numbers of unemployment are actually higher now. So it does seem like things might be more. I don't want to I don't want to get quibbly with you, but what what do you um what is going to that's a new network. I'm not, I don't I'm not subscribed <laughs> to your new quibber quibber network. Okay, and do do you have speaking of I like uh, my movies widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was going to ask you about Quibi. What is your um what are your feelings on Quibi and what they're doing in the entertainment field? Do you have have you been able to check it out? Have you seen any of the new shows? I was looking for gun smoke. 
I didn't see Gunsmoke on there, so I flipped the channel. But that just means that I I dropped another iPhone. We've got a supply of <laughs> packaged wrapped iPhones. I break I break one or dunk one about twice a day. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. What are you dunk? What are you dunking them in? What are you dunking them in? Our uh, DJ Doug Pepper. What else are you dunking in? You dunking in vanilla ice cream? You trying to take a bite out of it like an Oreo? <laughs> Mr. Biden, what is your um, strategy against Mr. Trump in the general election once the conventions are behind us? And um, how are you going to uh, to, to counterplay the, the tremendous amount of digital infrastructure that the GOP has built uh, through social media and, uh, you know, a lot of. I think that's a fair... The questions are coming 500 miles an hour, Bill. Relax, man. I don't know if you can see me, but I'm pointing my finger right in the chest of this here, this Zoom connection right here. I understand, sir. I think it's a fair... I think it's a fair question, to be honest. I think it's a fair question, sir. Uh, You've got a lot of people worried that you're not sort of up with the te- the, the the party isn't up with the technology and that we're going to fall behind. Um, well, you're a loser in hard hat. <laughs> you're a loser in hard hat. You probably work uh, You probably work around garbage. I don't want people who have to work for a living and have to vote for me. Landowners only. Okay, sir, sir, sir. Uh, one final question, then I'll let you go. I'm sure you have a busy day doing all kinds of interviews. With- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've always had a question. Um, about, Don't worry about it. I, I wipe my hands on this handkerchief and I toss it right over there where the butler is. All right, sir, I understand. I, my one final question to you is, sir, you have this sort of uh, image, this reputation as being sort of a blue-collar working man's. Uh, that's the appeal of you, apparently, for you know the people in the Midwestern states, the blue-collar states, the uh, rust belt, if you will. But the I, the irony for that to me, or sort of the conflicting concept there, is that is that you've been in government since who you know since the seventies. You've li- essentially been isolated in the right. Washington. So wh- how do how, right. do you, how do you reconcile we those two have, things? We used to have shag carpet parties right there in the Sam Rayburn building. <laughs> That's right. Whiskey what, and barbiturates. What is your connection to the working class? You son of a barbiturate. <laughs> what is your wor- your connection to the working class, sir? What? Wh- how do you think that you relate to them, or what? What is your message to the to the working class? I hear you loud and clear. My credentials and my foreign policy is clear. That I've always had a strong foreign policy with poor people. <laughs> my record is clear, going back to when I was a child. When I was a young man, I was a lifeguard. I was a lifeguard, and I went up against Corn Pop. He's a bully, trying to come around, trying to rub pomade on his own hair. I said, that's bullying. Can't get away with that, Corn porn, porn. You know how it goes. <laughs> All Let me right. tell you something. Every politician in this country, every politician who grew up rich, you're going to have to have some kind of story that makes it sound like you grew up in the manger. <laughs> Every politician, no matter how rich they are, you got some story that says, My dad used to sleep on hay. <laughs> yes, sir. That's oh. how it was. That's how it was. We used to. <clears throat> yes, sir. My father once got lost on the I 95 right there in the corridor. 
And we slept in a car until that car broke down. And I grew up and I went to grade school, third grade, first grade, preschool. Then I was done. Yeah. And when the car fell apart, we f- we slept on a tire. We pulled the tires off and slept on the tires. When the tires fell apart and got eaten by the badgers, we slept on the hubcaps. All right, thank you, sir. And that's when I woke up and I said, I'm never sleep on the side of a highway again. That's why I'm all about Amtrak. <laughs> all right, sir, thank and you. My connection to the working class today is that I take Amtrak up and down. When I just got to do some errands, I take an Amtrak out. <laughs> I, just, I just I hop on over, you know, in the old Tex Avery cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> there's a the train comes through the station and there's a, a mail bag, so the train doesn't slow down. It just picks it up from the post as it goes by. That's the way it is, Joe Biden. Yes, sir. I don't buy. I'm a uh, I'm a public figure. I don't bother with my train going down all the way to Dover train station. The Amtrak train, the Acela just whoops by, and I just reach a hand out and go, "Hey, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes." Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for calling, sir. I look forward to uh, watching your campaign. You'll be good luck riding six white horses when she comes. Uh, thank you so much. Very very good. Okay, Joe Biden. Good luck to him. Friend of the show, Vice President Joe Biden. We will, we hope him, uh, we hope he is successful. You know, we listen. There's no question about it that I, that I will be supporting him in the general election against the truly vile and rotten to his core uh, devil incarnate current occupant of the White House. That's Don't right, folks. Pie. I said it. I got on the record. He is the devil himself. Okay. Um, we've had a lot. That was fun. Let's take uh That was obviously not Joe Biden. That was, uh, I don't want to confuse anybody out there or get in trouble with the law. Let's t- the take a li- listen to enemy. Ashley. Ashley Bartlett. Ashley, can I get an unmute on Ashley? <clears throat> Ashley? I'm supporting people who are wearing their face masks, even Hi. if you're home alone. Hi. Ashley, are you there? Hey. Hey, lady. <laughs> Hello. Ashley Bartlett, can you, can, uh. Her, Hi. I think her audio is not working. Oh, oh audio, uh, hey, Ashley. Welcome. What did I tell you guys about doing that audio crap when I'm trying to get these people to talk? <laughs> Ashley, what? Ashley, your audio is uh, muted, I think. Can you unmute on your end? What? Okay, fine. I'll oh, go to Claudia. No. Claudia. <clears throat> Claudia. Hello, little Where did Claudia go? <laughs> hey. Oh, man. There she is. Hello. Hey, can you guys hear there me? Yes. Go. Hello, Claudia. How Hi. you doing? Hello. I can see your I'm dirty dishes. How are you guys? I can see your dirty dishes back there. Oof. <laughs> oh, they're not dirty. They're not I just dirty. hang my gloves so they can... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How you doing? What's going on? Um, nothing much. Just hunkering down. I'm actually in New York. I'm in Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. Look at that's a. Actually, what part of the city? Um, Manhattan. I know, but what part of uh, Upper East Side? That's a pretty nice spot you got there for the uh, Upper East Side. Yeah. Yeah, what it's you- awesome. It's really nice. I'm actually I'm from Brooklyn, but I moved. Um, up here it's pretty awesome what do you do for Um, a living 
I'm a video editor, actually. Shout out to Vic. Hey, do you live Doug's in? Oh, Doug, yeah, Doug's here too, by the way. We've got to do oh, some yeah, videos. Does, Let's make a video. Does, Doug does some video editing too, right? He basically, yeah, I do some video editing. He basically <laughs> in, invented He's getting into it. He's just, he's trying it out. <laughs> Doug saw me. Doug saw what I do, and he's like, "I gotta do that. <laughs> like, let me give it a try." Oh yeah, absolutely. Need I say absolutely. much more? <laughs> All right. So, Claudia, how can we help you today? Or what um, can we do for you? I had a question for you guys. Um, so, I actually I hadn't really listened to Wise Blood until like I was listening to your guys' podcast, and I kind of like we turn people on to cool music. shit. That's what we do. Why okay. not? It's true. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you guys, um, what is your favorite Wise Blood track if you had to pick one? Uh, I don't. It's so hard to do. It doesn't really Unless matter. Unless that's too hard. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> there's the one, like I've been to H&M two times in the past year, and uh, there's one that they always play there, and I don't know what it is. It's oh, a, really? Yeah, they played at that's- H&M. Isn't that crazy? That's, That's awesome. Kind of cool. Mine would be every day. That's, oh yeah, because oh yeah, Doug, that was uh, Doug's editing, right? Was not the one. Happened. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. See, yeah, see Doug. Oh, That's I because I probably uh, <laughs> heard the most. I don't know. This Andromeda song is pretty fucking good. Yeah, Andromeda's pretty good. Oh yeah, Heidecker with the win. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are still uh, hearing my music Jesus when I have Christ. my fader all the way down? That's kind of interesting. We still hear it now, yeah. That's funny, because I have it f- fully down on the fader, but it doesn't matter. Claudia, Claudia, what's your favorite Wise Blood tune? Yeah, that's a good um, question. Mine mine is actually um, yeah, that's a good question. Y. Which one's that? Generation Y. Okay. Is that on the it's new on, Okay. It's, <laughs> it's on the older one, actually. Oh wow! She her stuff okay. really reminds me of um, Margot. What's her name? I can't remember her name. Margot Kidder from Superman. No, she played Lois Lane. No, yeah. Mar- Margot. Uh, can't remember. So never mind. I will list all the Superman <laughs> movies. I will list it. all the Superman movies. I say with peace and love. Oh. Superman, Superman two, Superman three, Superman four. Marco Super- Gurian, sorry. Superman Begins. Oh. Rise of Superman and heard of her. I'll Superman Begins. I think she, she also, her music also reminds me a little bit of um, uh, <laughs> Julia Holter. I don't know if you guys no. have ever listened to her, but. What about the Beatles? You guys might like her. What about the Beatles? You think she's a little like the Beatles? Oh, yeah. I think, I can't really, I, when I put her on, I can't tell the difference. I'm, I'm like, is doing. this a Beatles oh, record? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everything's vibrating. By the way, <laughs> these pickle drops are. I have a question. Yeah, They're rocking this today. It's really making me want a pickle. Tim lets them ride nowadays. I, I know. He's, he's into it. I've he just knows how to tune it out, I guess. I've become immune to the pickle drops. <laughs> I actually don't have that much a problem with that. <laughs> um, I just um, saw. I, oh, I also. <laughs> I did want to say also, though, how, how awesome it was to when you had your daughter on. I thought that was really great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She's in school. She's in school right now upstairs in my fucking house. (laughs) Yeah. And here's... My mom is a kindergarten teacher. She's she's like Zooming with them. And she Mm. said it was like the funniest... Experience like to see them all like well I got I got really 
<laughs> I got really kind of mad. <laughs> I got really kind of mad and upset the other day because I was um, doing a little bit of supervision. I was teaching. I was doing my, we have, you know, my wife and I are trying to split up the schedule so it's not all on her. And I'm trying to, you know, keep things going work-wise and we all want our we all want our time alone and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm doing a couple of days a week where I sit with her and we do the, the the assignments. And I was in there last week and she was doing a Zoom meeting with her teacher and her teacher just so stop it. If I'm fucking talking and you could tell that I'm I'm emoting some kind of interesting concepts. <laughs> Then I'm going to so, mute you so, for the rest of the show. Just take your balls out of your wife's purse. Cut Make tight. a stand for one time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> bring up your canceled uh, <laughs> drops. I'll bring you back in at 11 a.m. <laughs> Great. That one Fuck it down. I saw this teacher in her Zoom meeting with my daughter, and my daughter's teacher said... I, this has been really hard. I've been I've been working on this for the past seven days, trying to get this, go, getting your class things to get your assignments together. And Vic, your wife is a teacher. Oh yeah, and I have uh, oh, yeah. kids. And in you've school. got two kids in school. So yeah. it's, it's Vic. Yeah, it's, are they doing Zoom? Or, I mean, are they, they? I mean, my my youngest is in preschool, so they're not really they? doing anything. He's okay. three and a half, and then I have an, uh, one that's five and a half, and she does uh, some like stuff on the iPad and. There's some uh, yeah. Zoom calls now and then, and the teacher sending videos. But but I got pissed. I got yeah. mad because I just re- it just hit me that uh, that moment that this poor woman who is already has a hard job, already has a challenging job being a first grade school teacher, is now been saddled with this other responsibility about learning technology, learning how to do Google Classroom yeah. and Zoom. Yeah. And I just got really mad, and I got mad at our fucking government. I got mad at our fucking yeah. piece of shit president. And I said yep. some to shit online, and these assholes come at me saying, "Well, you don't say shit about China." It's not my, it's not our fucking responsibility. Yeah. What the fuck goes on there? <laughs> These motherfuckers' responsibility was to keep my family safe and keep them living a normal fucking life, and he so fucked true. up. It's. Absolutely. And that yes. motherfucker I mean, yeah. should resign. He should resign yeah, today. Absolutely. And people oh, yeah. should be out. T- and people should not be out. People should be in. <laughs> people should be in demanding it every single day. And I don't, I'm don't. i not a fan yeah. of Mike fucking Pence, that piece of shit homophobe motherfucker who fucks his fucking wife like she's his goddamn <laughs> sister. I'm no fan of that piece of My shit. God. But guess what? Do you know what would happen to the stock market in this country if Trump's resigned and they said this fucker is in charge now? They go through the fucking roof. Yep, it would explode. Absolutely, yeah, no. And the, so everybody true. would breathe a sigh of relief. I think Trump should jump off the uh, Empire State Building. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, that's you can you can stop calling the FBI because that would be a choice he makes. Right. I'm not calling for yeah. anybody to do that to him, but he should be responsible and jump off the Empire State Building. No, and we should stream that on NBC's a, uh, and I just, <laughs> America's I Got Talent. I keep thinking, like, of all, all times for this to have happened, it had to have been under his... Well, we knew. Like, we, knew. we knew. We knew. On, on November yeah. 2016, we said something yes, bad is going to happen. 16? Yes. 2016. And fired the pandemic. I mean, I was, I was really thinking it was going to be, like, some more, like, instigating more 
like stuff in the Middle East and like yeah. a 911 that's, part. That's two still coming, man. That's that. still coming. Mm-hmm. He really yeah. wants to like call himself a war a wartime president. He's been doing that with this uh, virus. But yeah, there, I think there's something more coming. Yeah. Oh my I mean, it's god! Just, it's, it's just a massive blunder. I, and then, of course, with yesterday, I mean, I think it's really interesting. I'm actually, you know, working right now. I'm like an assistant video editor on a feature doc, actually, about this activist. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. His name is Audie Barkin, and no. he is <laughs> he is ALS, but he's he's actually pretty awesome. I think actually, you guys might be into him because he's a super like progressive activist, and he was diagnosed with ALS like uh, a month before Trump got elected and he had a baby at home. Sorry, I just burped during um, this. And uh, yeah, I heard that right. Um, anyway, and so he was basically told you have three to four years to live. And he was like, are you kidding? Like, I'm going to die under a Trump presidency and leave behind, you know, my country in this position and, you know, leave behind a country like this, like for my my child and my, you know, my family. And he was like, fuck that. And he decided to just kick his activism into high gear. And he's been like, yeah. And how do we um, find this guy, by the way? How do we find this guy? So, well, it's we're we're actually we're making a film. Okay. But but still, I mean, how where does his activism take place online? So his um, on Twitter, he's actually been doing these um, these weekly like uh, Zoom like conferences with like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Stacey Abrams, like all these different politicians to talk to them and see, you know, what like, so they can like provide us some like plans and discussions and stuff. Anyway, so his name is Adi Barkin, A-D-Y space B-A-R-K-A-N. And he's pretty active on Twitter. Okay, we'll Um, we'll push him out there. And also, speaking of that, um, Claudia, it was nice talking to you. I'm going to move things along. I hope you stay well and safe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All the best to you. Take care. I did want to mention, on a positive (laughs) note, I, on Friday, last Friday, I sort of spontaneously um, said, send me some of your art and maybe I'll buy it, you know? And uh, because I was feeling, feeling bad for our artist community who... You know, frankly, you know, visual arts is a tough game no matter what's going on. But it felt like, uh, well, maybe there's some people out there who could use uh, a push, you know, some kind of uh, encouragement or some kind of and, and some money. So people sent me a tremendous amount of um, art and links to their sites and, and music. And, God, it was overwhelming to see all this stuff. So I was thinking of doing that every Friday. I'll just say... You know, I bought a few pieces, and I don't even have a way to tell you what I bought, which is not very helpful, but... They make money the old-fashioned way. They earn it. The, um... What? The, uh... I'll just do it again tomorrow, and I think if you search me on Twitter and say, like, uh, Tim Heidecker art or something, you can see the tweet, and then you could see the thread, because under that thread is everybody sending me all their links. Tim, did you buy <clears throat> paintings, or what? I what, bought what a couple paintings... I want to see if I can quickly find like some names just to p- promote those names. I love pretty music. <laughs> I did buy a couple things on Bandcamp. People are on Bandcamp uh, with, that you can buy their stuff. Uh, let me. See. It's so hard because you I got sent so I much stuff. Here's one. Oh uh, God, this is a waste. And it was a little tricky like, because you know I I I had to do some personal transactions with some people. I had to send people money. And it was a little like, oh, I hope this isn't a bad idea. 
but you know, everyone. I think there's a lot of good people out there. The one piece I bought was from someone named Catherine Mulligan. <laughs> Catherine Mulligan. I bought a painting from her, um, and you could find her stuff. I bought. I'll show this, Doug. See what you, th- see what you think of this. Um, it's kind of. Okay. It's not really my thing, but this. I bought this. <clears throat> you see that? That's neat. What is that? A painting? It almost yeah. looks like a, a negative of a photo or something. It's probably her process. Yeah, I, I'll have to. Uh, uh, Catherine, if Matt, could you put this in the, in the chat? Maybe CatherineMulligan.com. dot com. She didn't cut the head off. Well, I'm going to add to the head. Can I'm going to put. <laughs> can we send notes on some of the art. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm hoping these things <clears throat> dramatically increase in value. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's I not bought, a benevolent move. It's a. It's an investment it's an strategy. <laughs> I bought a, th- a thing from your friend in Chicago, Doug, like 10 years ago. The, the girl that uh, makes... Elisa. Uh, what's her name? Elisa. Elisa what? Harkins. Um, <laughs> I bought... Does she still do art? Does she, does you know she, what? I haven't... You haven't been in touch? I haven't been in touch with her for a few years. So I gotta, huh? Um, um, just breaking news coming in, guys. I just want to keep you updated on some things here. Uh, edging uh, a, an account on Twitter, I... I A M I L L E R I I A Miller um, just reported that this is our cat that we named after you, Tim Heidecker. So we sometimes call her Heidi. So that's big news. I'm like Dylan. <laughs> um, all right, let's take another call. How about Bob Bell? <clears throat> Bob Bell. Bob Bell. Bob Bell. Bob Bell. What should I do? Um, I think you keep picking the ones. Oh wait, is he on? They're like not. They don't have audio. Bob Bell, are you there? His audio is not working. If we don't see the little microphone, I think it means their their audio is not working. Bob Bell, you gotta engage your audio. Well, we have a. Oh, we have a special guest. All right, let's do the special guest then. Bob Bell, you're not there. What about Harry uh. Horn? <laughs> what about Art Bell? Huh? How about Keith yeah. Kazoo? <laughs> let's get a band started. All right, sh- all right. Let's go, Kevin. Got- Kevin of of <clears throat> Kevin. This is confusing. I'm gonna have to figure out how to do this. Oh, Kevin. Oh. Kevin Kazoo. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin uh, Barnes. Kevin Barnes of of Montreal. Woo. Kevin Barnes of of Montreal. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? There he is. <laughs> Kevin, there am. nice wow. to uh, e-meet you. Nice to Zoom you. And, yeah, dude. And I, uh, we were in touch. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time breathing because I was just screaming my lungs out. <laughs> and I can't get, I'm not getting enough oxygen with these masks on. Maron. Where are you from? The invisible enemy. Now, you are from? not wearing a mask, but are you home alone? Or do you live with someone? Or what's your, what's your living situation right now? Please. Yeah, I live with my girlfriend, and I think I might have already had COVID because I came off tour and I had all those symptoms and oh. quarantined myself for two weeks. Well, now it's been like five weeks. I, have, I never really go out anyway, so my life hasn't really changed. But where, where do you live? You live, in, you live in Athens? At the end of the day, I'm not going to let us yeah. stop you from partying. Yeah. Wait, where, yeah, exactly. where, where does he live? No, you know what, Doug? You don't get to ask another question if you're busy interrupting I got, I him. I didn't do that. He's close to I'm, Uncle Phil. I'm trying to listen. He's living near Uncle Phil in Georgia. Oh, in, in Georgia. Well, why are they lying about this up Montreal shit? <laughs> Here we go. 
This is not going to be a. Uh, uh, it's not going to be a puff piece. It's not going to be a fluff interview. This is a. This that's is, why I'm asking the hard questions. This is like uh, Mike Wallace here. We got three Mike Wallaces here. Um, but Kevin, you were were you at the Atlanta show? And we you were at the Atlanta show, but we didn't see each other afterwards because I just we on the Tim and Eric tour. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was a fun show. It was funny because we were surrounded by. I don't know if this is like a typical thing for your audience, but like everybody around us was like totally going crazy the whole time and just shouting random shit and being very disrespectful actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, We didn't pick up that on stage. We felt it was that we felt they were behaved, but it is tricky. They were, they were behaving. It was tricky to understand how to behave at that kind of show. (laughs) Cause it is sort of like a theater. It's like a theater show. It's like a play. And sometimes when yeah, you're doing yeah. doing a play and people are like shouting out on cinema references in the middle of this <laughs> written thing is a little annoying. Or Steve, I thought it was funny that you said that somebody didn't get it that like they thought you were doing like product placement with the insurance company. Oh yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> it's amazing, yeah, that you realize like you just kind of want to give your audience the benefit of the doubt and assume that they'll get what you're doing. And then, you know, it's like, it can be so amazing to see how stupid a person can be. Cause like, wait, how is it possible? <laughs> I'm a pretty smart person. I think I'm pretty smart. And if I'm attracting an audience, I'm hoping that they're going to be smart too. But no, sometimes that's not the case. Well, they're also like, like I'll, I'll, um, you know, I know people are busy and they're not paying attention to every little thing I do. And I'm always doing a lot of different things. But like this morning, I'm like today, you know, office hours is here and I'll have somebody write back. Like, what is this? What is office hours? And I'm like, and I also like retweeted, you know, the official Office Hours account, so you could literally see all the information you have before you write. What is this? So, yeah, people yeah. are people treat sometimes treat like social media like it's a it's a question box that there's there's better ways to get the answers to. But but so you were just on tour. Where were you? Where were you? Uh, when did you get off the road? And was it timed kind of like ours was timed beautifully, perfectly? <laughs> <A> good, like, <laughs> uh, it wasn't perfect because. I think it was starting to hit the U.S. as we were almost towards the end, and we had to cancel two of our shows. Well, that's a lot better than yeah. canceling like a whole like a, a whole leg, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, we did actually have to cancel a whole leg because oh. we were supposed to go out west after oh. that, and so if I, so we had to cancel like three weeks of shows. And that's hopefully we can do them again in July. We're sort of like you know wishful thinking that we can. We started to reschedule it. Because you, as you well know, it's like you can't just a week from no. the tour decide like, hey, let's do a tour. You have to like plan it months and months. Dude, and months it's so that that's something I think is important, and people don't that aren't in the biz like you and me are, is don't understand is that yeah, you like our tour that I did with Eric in in uh, January, February, March. That's like almost a year in advance of planning and yeah. um, and book and like holding those those theaters, and. It's like you can't just go, oh, we'll just pick up when this thing's over and, and be ready to go again. Like nobody's yeah. I don't think any of these places are are prepared to just start booking shows. I don't know what's I mean, when when can you safely book a show? Right? Uh, well we yeah, exactly. I don't think you can or it's really, like tentative at least. Tentative. Yeah. Um, so, so you travel with a band, like but is 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 your records are your records basically made by you or do you work with a, a do you have like uh, uh like guys that you've been playing with forever i don't know that much like i like i've listened to your music for years and i've 
I've uh, you know been a fan, but I I can't I don't I never went the extra step of learning anything about who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I said yeah. a funny thing to Vic because um, Vic said that you were writing, you you, were, you had written Vic or you were talking to Vic. And then I've got, and I've, then you uh, asked to come to our show and everything, and I was like, "Cool, yeah, definitely, no problem." But at the same time, I also lost like a little bit of respect for you <laughs> because I was like, I thought, I thought when I listened to your music and I knew your music for a long time, like this guy's really like, like on another he, planet. He, he, yeah, he's like, on another planet. Yeah, like he would not be operating into, on a whole other he's like level. Scary. He's actually weird. down in the toilets here. Yeah, he's like down <laughs> fucking mucking so with us. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's funny because yeah. Um, yeah, my girlfriend and I just started getting back into the Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Yeah. And I, I remember, like, my, I have a, a daughter, she's 15 years old now, but when she oh, wow. was, like, four or five, she wanted to uh, watch the Tim and Eric Show, and I actually wouldn't let her watch it, because I was like, this is going to damage your brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, now that I'm, now that she's older, we can watch it together, and I feel like you guys are you know, total geniuses and well, thank you. Yeah. Everyone needs to like recognize what you've contributed to culture and, you know, especially with humor. I feel like you've shaped so much of contemporary humor. And let me just say, Doug, let me just say, Doug, Doug is over here stewing, but I just want Doug to know that when he's saying all this, it means it's, he should be taking pride in that as well. (laughs) I'm a genius too. Let's go. Because Doug's a big part of that. He's, he was like a writer and an editor on the show. Wow. Yeah. Every, <laughs> so when we say Tim and Eric, we're not just talking about Tim Heidecker and Eric oh Wareheim. God. We're talking about a, a, a collective of people <laughs> with similar mindsets. Okay, so Doug, is that Yeah, exactly. I'm a, you, Thank you, Tim. Yeah, it definitely feels <laughs> that way. It definitely feels like, you know, a collective of people. Because, yeah, it would be insane if one person or two people were able to do all yeah. of that. Because I've started getting into, like every, a lot of people are getting into, like, video editing and just making weird, glitchy things. And, and just, like, the video aspect of it, all, like, the like super crazy animations and just the way it, everything is edited and, like, all the you know, post-production stuff is extremely inspiring and, and incredible. But the acting is probably what makes it the <laughs> most superior, the stars of the show, I think, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot, a lot of acting going on. So I, I, think I, I think we didn't get an answer to the question I asked, which is, do you have a, is, are you a band? Oh, or are you one of these? Involved? Yeah, what is your <clears throat> recording situation, and how do you make your music? Uh, it's different every record, but I do a lot of stuff by myself. And occasionally I'll feel like, oh, it's boring. You know, I want to work with some other people. So I do have, like, the people that tour with us, uh, mainly the drummer, Clayton Ricklick and Jojo Glidewell, a uh, keyboard player, are two people that I've worked a lot with. And, um, yeah, so I, I kind of go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to make an Americana record, so I'm going to get a band together. Right. Or I want to make sort of like a kind of punk record so I don't want to do that by myself and then if I want to make an electronic thing like a pop dance thing then I can do most of that by myself what do you use let me get let me get in the weeds (laughs) let me get in the weeds with you what's your chain what's your um, oh you got a cat there huh you want to show the cat to the audience this is Chico let's get (laughs) I think he's a Russian blue but I'm not sure Um, what's your what's your production what's your production chain on an average day what are you working in um, so I used to use Cubase and Reason. That's what I started off with. And wow, you know, that's going that's going back much. a bit. Wow. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. 
And then um, I started using wow. Logic. I use and Logic. So yeah, I use Logic a lot. I keep trying to get into Ableton, but it's so confusing. Doug's, like, a, Doug's an Ableton guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can do a lot of cool stuff, and I feel like most of contemporary music is made in Ableton because it has a certain sound, and it seems like there's certain little tricks that everyone uses, and yeah, so it kind of feels like that's like the contemporary sound is the Ableton sound. Where I feel like Logic is and Pro Tools are people kind of use them more like tape machines. You know, like yeah, that's how that's how that's, I that's how work, I try so. to that's why I try to do that as much as I can. Are you usually uh, doing the playing the bass on the records? Is that your uh, stuff? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. For the most part, I'm always amazed by it. it's like it's like super melodic and just like like crazier than like McCartney stuff. Um, but did you? There's some uh, story. I know. I just I'm I'm nerdy here with this guy. Go um, ahead, Vic. Can take <laughs> I'm a huge fan, so I'm a little starstruck. I, I've never been starstruck on this show before, but this is the first time. Uh, um, thank you. you did False Priest, and then you and then you didn't you record the first album or the first take of it, and then you had to record it with John Bryan again or something? Wasn't there something with the bass? Uh, so I recorded. Yeah, I made basically the whole record at my home, and then. John Bryan. I mean, this was like a really crazy thing to do because it was like, okay, you made this record at home for nothing. Let's make it again at Ocean Way in Los Angeles for like a zillion dollars. Wow, so it was like, like a dope band. Yeah. So that yeah. What, what, what record is that? Uh, it was called False Priest, and I had never like worked in a studio before. I'd only worked at home, so I you know jumped at the opportunity to work with John Bryan, who's a total genius and total wizard and i learned a lot but it, it actually like put me in debt for probably the rest of my life really but, you know Man. the price of an education but it wow. was like really yeah it was, it was an amazing experience but it was just like that's when i realized like you know how important it is to have your home space yeah. where you can you know just sort of do like a diy thing and i and like being in the, i like being in the studio though it's fun it's a fun environment to be in we all for sure all, if you're not like all can learn Good if you're players. not thinking about, yeah, because like at home, you know, like when you, you if you're working at home, you're not thinking it doesn't cost anything. You know, you, you've already paid your mortgage or whatever. And like, so you don't have to worry about how much it's costing you. Right. You know, when you go to a studio, then you do have to be like, OK, this Tell costs money. Like $300 a day or whatever it is. And but then it might also help you stay focused. So as long as you have like what you want to do worked out ahead of time, then the studio experience can be really cool because yeah you'll have like an engineer there maybe yeah. someone like a food runner or something that you wouldn't have normally and right so it can be fun and you kind of feel more like a rock star or whatever but i wish i was a rock um, yeah star. it definitely is uh yeah <laughs> i just i just but wish yeah. that was my you only job man? <laughs> you get did to you have a lot, with, of, uh, lot of cool guys hanging out hold on doug <laughs> hold on he's trying to talk it's <laughs> not uh, like you ran out of things but to tim say. did you work with jonathan rita yes he produced my last record what the broken hearted do um, oh yeah, I love him. I, I love Foxygen so much. And I've done a few. I did like a bunch of the some of the Trump songs with him as well. He's got a great, oh, cool. great sound, great instinct, great taste. Um, yeah, yeah. We have to get. Where did used, you guys make that? Um, at this uh, King Size North in Glassell Park in Los Angeles. I think it's, it's okay. It's uh, no, it's not that. It's something else. I can't remember the name of it. It's a uh, this guy Pierre De Reeder, who used to be in Rilo Kylie. He has a studio. Okay. And cool. it's, it's a nice vintage old room. It's it's like a, a little studio from the seventies that still has the same shag carpeting and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. It's a good That's vibe. Awesome. Uh, 
Um, Kevin, it's great talk to you, talking to you. Um, I'm going to, I've realized I forgot to do something very important today. Um, move my bowels. <laughs> okay. So well. we're going to do that live on the show in a few minutes. <laughs> I have a bucket here. <laughs> but um, a real pleasure to talk to you. Everybody go out and yeah. stream the, of Montreal every day, every morning. Um, <laughs> do you have a new record out now? Is it just came out? Yeah, it's called... It came out, yeah, uh, earlier this year. It's called Year Fun. It sounds like a dope band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Joe Rogan's here. Wow. Talk to you later, dude. Take care. Right, see ya. Bye. I forgot to do the city of the day, assholes. Yeah. Let's do it. Come on, give me my new theme music. I mix, yeah, Speaking of music, yeah, yeah, I, gave my new, yeah. I gave my new theme music city to... City of the day. <laughs> city of the day. Did you make this? Yes, I did. Ain't much more to say It's a city of the day 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 Can you guess what the city of the day is, ladies and gentlemen? City of the day It's not Montreal, I'll tell you that much Okay Now, the city of the day yeah, we did. We had to. Um, we had to. <laughs> last week we had Bill Withers' "Lovely Day" as our City of the Day theme song. But bye bye. bye, bye. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. He Vic. he he passed away. The great Bill Withers. Bill Withers is a massive guy, massive uh, artist, right? I mean, yeah. Fucking as, as top as you, top notch as you can get. Jesus I mean, Christ! We were listening to some like, of that. We we're listening yeah. to that the other day. It was "Lean on Me." You forget yeah. how many times you heard "Lean on Me." You put that on again. Use fresh. me up. You know that one? That's a great one. No. Oh man. But the other one is uh, what's the other one that's big? This Grandma's big? hands or ain't no sunshine. Ain't no sunshine. What's the one that he had the repeating uh, line? Yeah. I know. I know, uh, I know. I know. Ain't no sunshine. That one's one? fucking yep. great. Now, 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 now. You gotta look at me in the eye. What about how disrespectful would it be if I put out a, a, du, a duets album with Bill Withers and it's me just like riffing, riffing over all his music? That suck. Like, give me some, give me some, like, uh, yeah. give me, give me lean on me, give me uh, lean on me. I'll show you how it would go. Like Natalie Cole and yeah, uh, Natalie yeah. Cole and Cole. What's his Cole Porter? Cole uh, uh, Nat King. Nat Cole. King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Nat King Kong. What is it? <laughs> Nat King. Kong. <laughs> What's wrong with Nat King Kong? <laughs> this is the, you put on the Bill Withers and Tim Heidecker <laughs> duet album. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you all have friends. We'll let this play out yeah. and I'll just turn. Oh. Sometimes in our lives, we all have friends. We all have sorrows. Get into it. Like we'll let him take the first verse. Little man, when you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll help you too. 
<laughs> okay, thank you. Probably get kicked off if we did too much. Of you that. sound that's like true. that guy. I mean, that's who did that? Who did that Beatles cover that was also? Oh, he's saying in that style, and it was like Joe was, Cocker. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. that doesn't sound like Joe Cocker. Yeah, it yeah. does. <laughs> What's that Joe Cocker song? What? Uh, with a little no, help I, from my friend. I could do Joe Cocker. What? Yeah. what? Would you think? You <laughs> sing how to tune? Wonder Years. Lean on me <laughs> when you're not strong. Anyways, the city of the day is Kenosha. Kenosha, Wisconsin, everybody. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Let's learn about Kenosha, Wisconsin. How annoying you have to click twice to open up a link. Kenosha, Wisconsin is a city in the county seat of Kenosha County, Wisconsin. Kenosha on the southwestern shore of Lake. Listen to this. <laughs> uh, we got a population of, can anyone guess? 100,164 mm. people. It's the uh, fourth largest city in Wisconsin, Doug. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> and wow. <laughs> the weather in, in Kenosha, Wisconsin today, if you live there, you know as well as I do. It is 45 <laughs> degrees and cloudy. I'm excited. We've got Perfect some weather. showers today. Perfect weather. Beautiful weather. <laughs> some showers today. Humidity around 37%. That's percent. That's to be expected. Dew point is at 20%. Visibility 10 miles. So enjoy it if you're in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Sure was damp today. Okay. Um, who else do we have here? Hogan. Okay. No, we've already talked to Hogan. How about Jill? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Jill Carmoney. Jill Jill's been waiting a long time to speak with us. Jill, how are you? Jill Carmani. How much Carmani do you have? Jill, are you in a hospital or something? I work in a hospital. Oh, my God. Give us the update on the front lines. I'm in maternity, so I haven't seen anything crazy yet, but it's scary. You haven't seen any babies with it? Is that a thing? I have seen babies, yes, lots of babies. No, but with with the, with the uh, oh, here the come the babies enemy. with the with with the virus. No, I have not seen oh, any with God. the virus. And where are yeah. you? Uh, what yeah. hospital? I mean, don't you don't have to give the hospital, but where are you calling from? What town uh, township? Des Moines, Iowa. Ooh, that could be the city of the day one 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 week. We'll mm. have to put that on the list. So, <laughs> how can I help you, Jill? What can I do for you today? Oh, I just wanted to know if you've ever seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the invisible enemy. <laughs> exactly. Have I seen a ghost? Of course not. Has Vicar Doug? Do you think I would have gotten to my? Do you think I would have gotten to the, my my station in life if I'd be uh, walking around going, "Oh, I just saw like you won't believe it." Hey, ma. Ma, you won't just you won't believe what just happened to me. I saw a g- 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 ghost. You never know. Oh, I saw a g- 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 ghost. Okay, cool. Even admit that I'm a Christian. Hey, Mo, Mo, I got a big problem, Mo. I just saw a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> what do you think? There are fucking ghosts, Jill. I've never seen one. No. No one has. No, I just, you know, it's one of those things that... <laughs> Can you imagine you know. people thinking there are ghosts walking around? <laughs> Look at this. A lot of people do. I know. There's, 
Cold networks voted to it. <laughs> How many people uh, that voted for Trump do you think see ghosts on a, on a fairly regular basis? <laughs> Probably a lot of them. Uh, I'm not a ghost. I gotta get out of here. I don't think I don't think cool, that's all I wanted. All right, well, thanks for the question. I think it, it created <laughs> created tremendous uh, audio content for the audience. You're tremendous. very welcome. All right, bye bye, bye, Jill. I have a ghost in my house. I talk to quite a bit. I have a song, "Ghost in My Bed." Right? It's one of a great one of the great songs on in Glendale. It was just a guy. It was just a guy in a in a white sheet. Oh, that's not a ghost. It's a KKK member. <laughs> Josh. Those are the ghosts that those Trump fans. <clears throat> Josh Havig. Josh Havig, are you there? Josh Havig. Let's see if Josh Havig is on the line. A what? I like these people that are calling in with fucking questions. This Isn't is this great. a great show? Yeah, this is a good show, and so far no tech issues. Make some noise. Is Josh there? I'm here. Hey, Joshy boy. Nice big, nice big fucking beard. <laughs> I, I can hear you. You know who you look like? What's that? You look like... Who's that? You look... There's an episode... Speaking of the Three Stooges, you look like there's an episode where um, Curly is a wrestler, and he has yes. this big beard, right? It's the best one. He, he has this fake beard that he puts on. <laughs> And you look you like that's the guy, it's not a compliment, believe me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hard work to grow this beard. Josh, yeah, you do look you look like you're in ZZ Top all of a sudden. <laughs> so <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> that was very <laughs> I, I told you guys before, but I, I finally got my kids to watch the Three Stooges. Yeah. And um we watched a lot of it for like two days and then at night, my daughter just started crying. Oh my god! And she was oh. thinking about, you know, the 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 guys, Larry, Mo, and Curly getting hit <laughs> and punching, and why are they doing that? And so now my wife banned the Three Stooges from the house. Oh so. my god! Well, listen so, to what happened wait, to wait, me. Too early. Sorry, I guess. Uh, Josh. I'll get to you in one sec. This is what happened. This reminds me of what happened to me. We had fam we're trying to do sort of like a weekend family movie night where we can all watch the same movie together. You know. And we, oh. I said, what about Goonies? I haven't seen Goonies yeah. in a while. That's kind of a, like my daughter's right. Maybe good for my daughter. She watches some things that are a little older for her. And I was like, yeah, let's watch Goonies. But, and I even said to her, I was like, I went on my phone. And I said, look, look, there's this character. There's this guy in this show. This, there's this guy in this movie called Sloth. <laughs> and he's kind of fucking scary. He's like, he looks like a monster, you know? Oh, they but, think you look like Sloth. No, it's not <laughs> no, no. What, what is that? Your? Is that I thought he had his own drops there. Oh, there we go. Oh, hi there. Stay out of your fucking. That character sloth traumatized me as a kid when I first saw that movie. Well, this is what happened. So she's loving the movie. She's loving all the banter between these kids. The kids in that movie are great, but like, there's a there's a whole thing where Corey Feldman. The beginning of that movie, oh, yeah. Corey Feldman is fucking with the the woman that only speaks Spanish, mm. and he's like translating for the mom, and he's like telling the the this uh, maid, this housekeeper that like they hide drugs in the house, <laughs> and and that's like a sexual dungeon uh, and stuff. This is some weird humor in that movie, but um, there's like a anyways, Mark's impression. My we get to sloth, and my fucking daughter has like a total nervous breakdown. 
after Sloth is on for a, like two minutes. Right in the world. And she can't get fucking Sloth out of her head. Oh, man. And she's just screaming. Ah! Get me out of here. So we turned it off. But uh, and then at night she was like having a nightmare. Like Shabbat she, Shalom. She, she couldn't help thinking about. Shouldn't she couldn't stop thinking about sloth? <laughs> and it is a pretty. I mean, it's a fucking nutty uh, this makeup job. This has got job. to stop. <laughs> oh yeah, and Robert. The, yeah. the other thing about that is Robert Dobby <laughs> is all over that uh-huh. movie. He's terrific yeah, in he's it. So good. So wait, Josh. We're, we're running. We're running out of time here. But Josh, what can we do for you today? No worries, man. I'm just watching you guys, listening, hoping to get some laughs out of it. What's that music? Do we make you laugh today? Theme song. Um. Yeah, you do make me laugh. Oh, that's nice to hear. I appreciate that. I'm going to play some uh, <laughs> Lamborghini going with my kids later and nice. start dancing. Have a good old time. Well, thank you, Josh. It's good to see you. I'm going to move along because I'm looking um, to just sort of get a few more calls in before the show ends today. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks. Glad you could drop in. Um, unmute Olivia, please. Olivia Tongue. What can I do for you, Touch? Hello, Olivia. Hello. Oh. Hello? Hello? I was not expecting this Hello. situation. Hello. Hello. Uh, hi. In three minutes, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be heading over to the Patreon After Hours experience, which is only, which will be, we'll send a link in the Patreon subscription zone, um, and we'll continue the show there for another half hour. Today's flying by. So patreon.com slash office hours live. But while we have you, um, Olivia, what's it says Olivia Tongue here, but what's your name? Uh, my name's Ollie. Ollie. Uh, I, I was, yeah. How's it going? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Romania. Oh, my but, goodness. Uh, I'm, wow. uh, I, I, I'm from Wales. Um, I moved out here in February and things got real quite quick and I got trapped here. Oh shit. Uh, in March. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm trapped in Romania. What's the COVID situation? Online. What's the COVID situation uh, in Romania? Like they jumped on lockdown really quick. So nice. the numbers are low. Not like our fucking president, this piece oh of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was some, uh, I don't know. the The guy in charge basically said our our uh, our health our health system is shit in Romania, and if we don't lock down now, we're all fucked. <laughs> uh, so there oh, we go. Our health system yeah. in America is shit, and we still didn't lock down soon enough. What a what an honest yeah. politician this guy seems to be. Romania could be a bad place. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. Well, what do you do there every day in Romania? Do you just look up uh, look for uh, Dracula? <laughs> I, I came out to work, so I'm a teacher. Uh, so I've, I'm teaching on Zoom every day. I, I got to say, I respect so you so sorry. much. I did it for, you know, I've done it a few times now with my daughter, and I, it's not in my blood to do it. I don't, I'm, it's, yeah, it's for me, not, it's hard. It's yeah. boring, and it's it's frustrating, and it's just like. How many students do you have on at once? Uh, most of my classes are like eight to nine, awesome. so that's okay. It's manageable. How old are they? Uh, teenagers up oh all the way to some adults. Are they? Oh, really? So they're learning English. They're, yeah. Are they learning English? Yeah, they're learning English. Okay. Yeah. Well, then if they're there, they're, I they're, mean, this seems like they must be motivated to learn if they're taking the class and everything. Yeah. Right? You're like, we, I was teaching at a school here, a local school. Uh, so they're the same students I was having in the school, uh, just online now. 
and there, there's a, there's a range of motivation. But yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, um, uh, uh, well. I, yeah. Did you have a question for me, Sorry. or a, a topic, or a question? I, I just felt yourself. like who's uh, next. <laughs> I, I was. I wanted to say that game with the reverse rock bands was great. Oh, uh, nice to hear. Had, yeah, very good. Had, that had tided me over. I had been playing that with my dad uh, on 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 my phone for 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 a couple of weeks now. Just that's kind of kept me sane. Okay, uh, well that's yeah, that is good to I, hear. I, can I just can I just offer you one? Yes, please. Okay, the cardiologists. The spin doctors. Cardio. No, the cardiologist. The heart attacks. The the uh, the heartbreakers. The the, car- the heartbreakers. The heartbreakers. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay, cool. that's a really good one. Good for you, Mark. Yeah. All right. Well, we, uh, we played a lot. So we'll send them in. Send them over to the uh, office hours headquarters. We will incorporate that into the next show, perhaps. Get to the point. Let's. All right. Thank you very much, Ollie. Take care. Be safe. Ciao. All you the best to my Romanian work. friends. One more thing I want to tell people. I just wish people that are probably <laughs> listening to this live uh, and the podcast hopefully will go up tonight. I would set your browsers to, and I don't want anybody commenting on what I'm, what this is back there because you know, but I don't, I'm not revealing any details here, but marionswish.com. Mary, M-A-R-I-O-N. S W I S H dot com Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Marion's wish. Wine dog face pony shoulder. Marion's wish. They're small and I can sneak them. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry we had a slight issue at the beginning of the show, but after that was resolved, I have to tell you this was a 10 for me. It was a lot of fun. I want to thank James Adomian, the great James Adomian, who called in. He, James had a quick message. Yes, go ahead. The Underculture is his podcast. Oh, yes. He wants there you to know go. about that. The Underculture is a terrific podcast that he does. And he does a... Ter- I mean, this guy is the king when it comes to impressions, which I love impressions. I know it's an old-fashioned form of comedy, maybe, but uh, when they're good, and he's he's he one of the greats. He's the best. He's the best. He does make a great product. He does, of course, Bernie Sanders, and now he's doing Biden, and he does... You name it. He used to do a great George W. Bush. And I want to thank um, everybody for listening. Everybody that really is a big, you are a big part of the show. You make it possible. And we're going to head on over to Patreon right now to continue the show for another half hour. We'll take your calls and we're going to play a new game. Okay. The game is, it's not a new game, it's an old game, but we've, uh, we, we just, we're going to do it last week, but we're going to do it for real now. It is What Did I Have for Breakfast? Everybody wants to know. Thanks, everybody, for listening. The truth is truth, and if they then Decide to live with life. That's their concern, not mine, my friend. They're free to protect.